Yeah, but if you go to Moose Jaw, let me tell you something. This is gonna shock you. There's only one moose. <laughs> That's it. It's just the one. What? It's, it's not, just the it's one. not called it's Moose Jaw. Alright? Listening to the Scruple in a Year <laughs> podcast. Join us as we attempt to record an episode every week for the rest of this year. We are currently on week three. Hey. Regan, how are you? I'm doing good. I haven't finished editing the second episode we're going to put out this year, but I think it's going to be good. I Listening back to your robbery story, I'm like, this is wild. So I'm excited to release that. Yeah? Okay. Anyway, I'm kind of bummed out that we live in a place that's trying to murder us every day it's so mm. cold all the time oh you're talking about the what weather do you think i was talking about i thought i thought you were talking about the guy that robbed me and it was just like oh no <laughs> i was i was worried you thought you thought that i was just in perpetual danger in winnipeg <laughs> i was like no that's not true <laughs> i'm not always about to die yeah yeah i know it's just so cold all the time it's like minus 31 here minus 30 here so yeah. it's just like, come on, man. Maybe we should just move to Oklahoma or something. Let's just move to let's move Maybe. to Texas. It's actually it's actually brutal. For half of the year, you're in you're in danger it's true. when you leave your house. Especially in Winnipeg. <laughs> like why do I why, why do, do we, we live, live here? here where the wind hurts? It's our terrible. Face? Why do we live here? There, it's like the earth is telling us very plainly, do not live here. Or like screw you, yeah. Earth. Yeah, it's like if you were if you were taking stock of like your situation, mm-hmm. um, and you were like, "Should we settle here?" I feel like you'd be a, a, like a couple of weeks into winter, and no. you'd be like, yeah. "No, no, probably not. No. Don't do it. Don't live here. It's don't. Yeah. Okay. Here's a here's a question. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you because I've definitely dreamed about it. <laughs> um, let's just say <laughs> it's. This sounds weird saying that. I hope. I hope he doesn't think that's weird. It's gonna sound weird. <laughs> Whatever, it is what it is. If Ethan, if Ethan straight up asked you to move and join the community he's building, would you do it? No. No. <laughs> I, I appreciate the. So what? You're dreaming about it. Tell me about this dream. Okay, so here's the reason. Alexi and I are talking about next year and how mm. we very much like we're willing to move. We're willing to move uh, for the parish. Like if we find the right like community mm. and place, we want to like plug into we're okay with moving to a whole nother area of the city so then that started making me think i was like would we move countries would we move would we do something that crazy for like catholic community and for our mm. children and then I, and so then i was thinking what if i was asked i like not that i would ever would but in this yeah. hypothetical would i do yeah. it i don't know i don't know i definitely would think i mean about i would it. think about it too i, don't know I think it'd be a hard sell just because our families are both. Because we could just do that here. We could, and we could do it better, way better. Yeah. <laughs> in Moose Jaw. That's what we do. Real estate's cheap in Moose Jaw. <laughs> yeah, I, like it would be interesting. I don't think I want to live in the states. It just seems like it kind of sucks down there. Mm. Uh, what do you mean by it that? It just seems like, like what the fighting. Do you mean like it always seems like they're fighting well, kind of thing? Yeah, it just seems like. Do you really want to be part of the country that everyone hates? <laughs> It'd be fine. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I would like mean. it, but it's just like we're gonna be voluntarily become American. Mm, yeah, is that really <laughs> yeah. what you want? And like healthcare now costs money. What the heck is up with that? Oh yeah, yeah. How much it's gonna? How much it would cost to have yeah. a baby? Patrick said like it's like what eight or ten thousand dollars to have a baby. 
It's like, no, it's free yeah. here, fam. That's nuts. Yeah. I mean, we pay for it in taxes. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but yeah. Yeah. But it's, anyway. yeah. It's, so you're looking for a parish. Uh, Tell me about the yes, search. Yeah, actually. Um, well, okay. So this is interesting. We actually love the parish mm. we're attending. Uh, we love the priest there, but something that we've been thinking about is just how we do feel like we're lacking community here. And it's, it's this weird distinction where there is a CCO community and there are these young adults that we're spending a lot of time with, but we feel like we don't have a lot of, we don't have many, if any, deep mm. friendships or deep like fellowship mm. here. And we kind of want it to be separate from CCO in some ways. So just, I don't know. It's, I think it's easier that way maybe. So like it doesn't, maybe it's hard to, for at least for me anyways, to feel make it feel like it's not work to kind of have that mm. distinction. Um, and the parish that we're at, it's awesome, but we haven't really been able to form those relationships, establish that community. And then there's another parish on like the opposite side of the city that has like their own young adult thing going on, completely unrelated to like what we've been doing here there's not much overlap at all. Like the young adults they have involved mm. in their stuff are not at all involved in what we're doing. And so we reached out and we went to we went to mass there last weekend. We met the guy that runs it. We've met some of the young adults there. And yeah, there's there's potential. But I guess if we form that community and we start to form those those friendships, especially like couples, like we want we want other friends that are couples, yeah. especially. Well, we did we talked about it. Like we would. We would try to get an apartment if it, if hmm. it happened near that parish hmm. yeah it's interesting you guys are kind of shopping around because you don't have a place yet but it's uh mm -hmm. it's a weird thing because my summer job was literally drawing parish boundaries <laughs> and it's just like hmm. i feel like the the common answer you'll hear is like go to whatever parish is like suits you and, and fulfills you but part of me is always like hmm i wonder if that's selfish <laughs> It's probably fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to call you selfish. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's okay. And and we did, and we've talked about this before too. Hey, how we were like, we chatted. Oh yeah, about we did. What's what should you do? What's the call? Oh right, like if um, all if all the currently, Catholics like, that we like gather in one parish. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then then what happens? Yeah, I don't know. And it's it's some it's something we're still thinking about. The parish that we do go to is still awesome, mm -hmm. and. There are like some awesome young adults there and we are still going to go there for Sunday mass while we live here. Uh, we just went to, we were invited to go to that Sunday mass because they currently aren't doing any young mm. adult things. But I think, uh, cause they're, they alternate. So their young adults gather every second Friday. And then the weeks that they don't gather on Friday, they just hang out after mass on Sunday. So we're thinking that now that we've met some of them, we're probably going to, we would just go to mass at our parish and then make the mm. drive over and cool. hang out with them yeah. afterwards. But yeah, we, again, I guess to go back to what I said originally, we also have been thinking about just moving, living there. And then that would be Don't move to Winnipeg. Don't do it. Come to Moose Jaw with me. <laughs> Come join me, no. everybody. You'll love it here in the summer. Yeah. And then you'll be miserable for eight months. We have to plug in our cars. No. Sometimes even during the day so they don't freeze. Yeah, but... If you go to Moose Jaw, let me tell you something. This is going to shock you. There's only one <laughs> moose. That's it. It's just the one. What? It's, it's, not, just the it's one. not called Moose Jaw. All right. 
Oh. Philip, we have a patron. <laughs> Mies Josh. Okay, yeah, let's talk. Okay, okay, you talk about the patron. Have you checked? No, 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 actually, uh, I think you go ahead. No, so no, no, I want to hear what you have to say. Have I checked what? Okay, so I was just looking. This feels because confrontational. I, because I'm in my head, I'm... No, 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 sorry, this is not okay. confrontational. First of all, we can we can hit the the year the one episode a month if we do this if we release this yeah. week and release next oh, yeah. week we'll have we'll have 12 episodes in one year and that's that is that's good stuff hey, we can baby. do it yeah let's go <laughs> secondly i was looking to see what day our first yeah. episode came out and you know what i saw while see? i was doing that i saw two new reviews oh you did from people from people hey, that let's go. i don't know who they are either let's check it out yeah so shout out to those two yeah you thanks, guys. guys thank you so much for rating and reviewing and also really kind words too like it's just yeah oh wow look at this so you know we're growing we're on the up and up on your podcast when i'm driving thank you rylan oh let's go he's my friend thank you. <laughs> i know rylan oh you know who <laughs> yeah that is? yeah i he's thank a friend you, rylan. and uh not a podcast listener almost primarily for the reason that I strongly dislike podcasts where you feel like you're just eavesdropping on a handful of people talking about random things in their living room rather than a polished yet authentic interview. In this case, it's precisely why I love this podcast. <laughs> so joy to listen to honest <laughs> and vulnerable musings and all things Catholic. You may have converted me. I might now have to honestly claim to truly like a podcast. Very much looking forward to the next release. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Thanks, guys. Go. All for you. This is... We have twelve ratings now. I uh, I'm happy we're doing this. I I think I hesitate sometimes where I'm like, do I really want to be a public Catholic in any sense? You know, like do I want to have my opinions just out there? But like, it's a fun hobby. Like when I'm editing, I enjoy trying to make it sound good, trying to make us sound smarter than we are, and hopefully people are being blessed. Like that's what, <laughs> honestly, like even if it ever gets big, it seems like people are in some way being blessed by it. So happy to do it. And we have one person paying us Me too. $3.98 a month, which is two Timmy's coffees. I'm jacked up on Tim Horton's Joe, made for the long-suffering proletariat, humping his hope across the great out there. And may I say, Timmy's, whatever nicotine, MSG, coconut oil concoction you're spiking that industrial strength rot gut with, bring it on. Two Timmy's Shout coffees. out Jamie Let's once go. again. <laughs> Let's go. Jamie, and you deserve this shout out, Jamie. We we knew it. It was prophetic. Our first unreleased episode yeah. confirmed the heck with yeah. Jamie. And then look how it's come full we were circle. Gonna, we were thinking of like segments of the show it, before, when we were just starting. We were like, let's have like a part of the show where we affirm someone. <laughs> I don't know why we thought that was a good idea because it only applies to one person. I know. Um. <laughs> it's so funny thinking back too because I was like, that's so unique and awesome. Like, that's such a good idea. Let's do that all How the time. How has no one ever thought of this before? <laughs> <laughs> and then we get feedback and we're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, this is hyper personal and very specific. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'll put it up on yeah. Patreon so we can hear it. He'll be the only one who hears it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, but if you, oh, if anyone cool. wants Thank to you, support the show, rate and review is... is uh, is much appreciated and if you want to be a patron for like i don't know i, I think our lowest is like 199 a month for a coffee a month be really appreciative we can help uh, us uh pay for things like a website and editing software and mm, stuff like mm -hmm. that because that stuff is rather expensive 
want to jump into mini topics or do you want to catch up on on our lives Ooh. or or are we straight up doing the the Mulaney thing because that will probably be the whole pod I think I want to save the Mulaney thing because okay. I want to do it justice and I want I haven't really listened to it and thought about it basically folks I went on a stand-up career uh, stand-up career I went on a stand-up comedian binge in the... <laughs> Regan was a stand-up was comedian, a stand-up comedian. <laughs> no I went up on a stand-up <laughs> little known fact about Regan <laughs> but it failed so I started a podcast I went on a stand-up <laughs> binge in the summer and I just really rediscovered John Mulaney and how much I love him and his stuff. I think he's so funny. I try to stay polite. I'm overly polite, apparently, my wife says. Uh, when my wife and I walk down the street, we have totally different styles. When she walks down the street, she does not care what anyone thinks about her in any situation. She's my hero. When I walk down the street, I need everyone to like me so much. It's exhausting. My wife said that walking around with me was like walking around with someone who's running for mayor of nothing he kind of reflects a lot of the voice of millennials i think especially disenfranchised catholics <laughs> um he just has a lot of yeah. bits about roman catholicism and so i originally i did it i think maybe i was gonna like compile it i was gonna maybe try to do a youtube video and i realized i don't want to be a youtuber um, so I think me and Philip are going to go through all the stuff I've compiled and just react to it and see if we can, uh, how, how would we, how would we respond to Mulaney? You know, he's at, he's after summit, he's making these jokes, he's getting the whole squad laughing. How do we, how do we respond? How do we pastorally approach these subjects, which can be really tough. So I feel like his views are sort of the dominant views on the Catholic church, sort of just like it's ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that'll come up soon, but yeah, totally. Maybe next week. Who knows? I'm excited for that and a little bit nervous, but I think that's good. The more I thought about it, it's actually a really good thing to kind of dig into that, even if we don't do mm -hmm. a good job, because that's more beneficial than like, okay, maybe I, okay, there's obviously there's nuance here, but you know how like sometimes you're, it's like how to talk about the faith and it's just about like apologetics mm -hmm. or about, you know, you get super philosophical. It's like a lot of people aren't actually thinking no. about that stuff. Their thoughts about the faith are exactly what Melanie was saying in those clips. Yeah. Did you get a chance to listen to them? I, yeah. I listened to the I mean, whole it, thing. Yeah. It's and also really funny. Like he's just funny. Too. Yeah. We'll uh, dig into that maybe next week. I'm excited to do that. Um, I'm also yeah. a little nervous. He's Me like, too. I don't have answers to these to these polished bits that he's bringing. But uh, even if we can just think like, yeah. how do we as Catholics not even just like respond for the sake of winning an argument, just like how to be aware of these things and how to how we can get better as a church, I guess, also. Okay, I'll just throw one of the ideas we thought of out there and you tell me if you want to talk about it. Uh, freedom rally? Truck convoy? <laughs> what? What's happening in Canada wow, wow. to our American listeners? Did you look it up? Yes, I'm a little more in the know now. It's still yeah. happening, hey? There's a trucker convoy. Uh, Breaker 1-9, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, Big Pen? Come on. Uh, yeah, 10-4, Big Pen, for sure, for sure. By golly, it's clean, clear to Flagtown. Come on. Yeah, it's a big 10 there, Big Pen. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Looks like we got us a convoy. Sixth of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We just headed for Oh yeah. Apparently they came through Winnipeg oh, just yeah. recently. And you Hall didn't attend the rally, the Freedom Rally? 
I I did not attend the freedom rally. Sorry, everyone. I am actually against mm, freedom. Yeah, we don't. We're anti freedom here on this group of podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry, I was actually overly scrupulous. <laughs> it's on brand. <laughs> it's very on brand. Yeah. How do we approach this? Because I feel like this could be very politically this, charged. What the way I want to approach it is thus, and I don't really have anything to say one way or, or other about the the convoy itself. I think blah 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 insert generic opinion here this is my problem i'm not even going to say what i think that where i'm like oh well there's things on both sides i think mm-hmm. i want to express how exhausting it is to always feel like i need to have an opinion for something why i think i'm so important that when something happens i need to like get my bit in a more troubling aspect of that is that my opinions change and the way I approach things change based on who I'm with. So I'm with a more liberal crowd. I'm pointing out the the problems with it. If I'm in a more conservative crowd, more libertarian crowd, uh, vaccine hesitant, I would probably be a bit more friendly to the protest. And if you don't know what we're talking about to all our, uh, the majority of listeners in the United States, what the heck? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and there used to be one guy in Ireland, but I guess he stopped listening. But oh, basically no. what's happening is that uh, Justin Trudeau, see, this is another problem I have is that we say Justin Trudeau, but what you mean the parliament, uh, <laughs> the Canadian federal government, Yeah, yeah exactly. Canadian federal government, which is the centralized government in uh, Ottawa, Ontario, parliament imposed a vaccine mandate for truckers. And I think there was maybe like a, an isolation period they have to go through if they weren't vaccinated is that what you heard i yeah. think so yeah I don't I know. Think i'm so. not i'm not very well informed and this is part of my point it's like we don't have to know everything about everything but we begin our coverage tonight with travis danraj and travis you've been speaking with people in the convoy today what's happening in ottawa tonight well, listen, what would usually be a very quiet winter's night here in Ottawa, Janela, is anything but tonight. It is loud, it is busy, and hundreds of protesters have already arrived to stake out their spot near Parliament Hill for tomorrow's big rally. <laughs> Sounds of horns blared all over downtown Ottawa on a frigid night. The cold not keeping protesters from delivering their message. I'm a vaxxed trucker and I'm here to support my unvaxxed colleagues. It's wrong to force people to undergo a medical procedure against their will. What I have been seeing so far is every single Canadian doing what they do and is peacefully protesting and loving each other and spreading cheer and hope and happiness. Just take a look around. We are in front of the parliament buildings right now and there are already hundreds of protesters, dozens of trucks lining Wellington Street and This is just the night before. The main convoys, well, they haven't even arrived yet. Indeed, thousands more are expected by early afternoon. Convoys from the east, west and south on the road today, all set to converge in Ottawa. The Prime Minister is isolating because of a COVID exposure. You're prepared to stay for a month? Yeah. I got a month's worth of food in there. At this truck stop about an hour down the road, truckers arrive saying they are prepared to stay in Ottawa for weeks, even longer. They want to see an end to the vaccine mandate for cross-border truckers and say it puts the supply chain at risk. If we're not bringing the food, if we're not bringing the products, you guys are screwed. So you mess with the truckers, you have to deal with it. The convoy has picked up people with a variety of grievances along the way. Well, a lot of the truckers that we talk to say that this is about their livelihood. It is about their ability to provide for their families. Some say that they can't get the vaccine. Others say that this is a fundamental infringement upon their freedoms as Canadians. And they say that they're not going to back down until the mandate is lifted. 
right, CBC's Travis Danridge. Thanks so much. And basically, there's just truckers, uh, trucks lined up on the road, and sort of the movement was used as for many people who are vaccine hesitant or advocating for less strict or or no uh, COVID mandates. And uh, so there was a GoFundMe started by the organizers of the rally, and I think it's raised over $10 million. So a massive amount of money. And it kind of expresses wow. how a lot of Canadians are feeling about the matter. You're all caught up. <laughs> Basically, I woke up one day and a lot of my friends and coworkers had their <laughs> uh, profile changed to like a big 280p image of a truck <laughs> and this is like oh we support the freedom rally or something and i'm just like oh yeah. man like why do, like on our social media why do mm -hmm. we have to be like posting this stuff you're either on this side or this side and um it just i think i'm concerned that like i would say very very few people on the matter have truly informed opinions especially because you read media articles and it's talking about the confederate flags and the swastikas and the desecration of national statues and I'm like yeah that's that's bad that is evil totally. and then you read um the facebook posts people who were there and like editorials and and it's saying the complete opposite so as for concerns about security the protesters we talked to say that's media and government hype we're all doing this peacefully we all had to sign a contract and a uh, code of conduct we're all on board with this this is for all of canada not just for ontario or not just for the truckers this is for everyone so people understandably just don't trust the news which is trying to you know do its job um in the modern day of trying to make a buck with you know catchy headlines and stuff like that yeah. right yeah exactly did you hear Sheer got kicked out Sheer. no oh, you mean Sorry, O'Toole? yeah did you hear o'toole got kicked no no out? it's all yeah i just heard about that yeah he he is no longer mm -hmm. in leadership and I, I think a commonly cited reason for that is because he was he was too left of right so you kind of have like yeah, in some, like we're kind of adopting from the states sort of a an increased bipartisanship where you have your western mm -hmm. canada except for bc alberta saskatchewan and maybe even manitoba i guess um coming out pretty conservative and more and more the east of canada seeming more characterized by support for the liberal party and then you have the rise of the ppc which is just like a whole nother thing and I don't want to talk about it, but maybe I do one day because I'm not a yeah. fan. Anyway, I'm just spewing stuff now. So this is funny because I was one. We were talking about it earlier. I'm like, well, I don't want to be a hypocrite, but I think we ought to have less opinions. Or if we need to have opinions, we need to be more careful about forming them. Mm -hmm. And I don't mm -hmm. think it's intellectually honest for us to change our opinions based on whatever will get the best reaction in the crowd at the moment. Because maybe this is not something you guys do. Uh, the listeners but it is something i do for sure i don't know what are your thoughts phil mm -hmm. yeah the, I, the it's like the encouragement to be prudent maybe bite your tongue mm -hmm. more often than you're gonna let it go and that sounds like common sense but i think a lot of people it's actually really freaking hard common though. sense isn't so common so much <laughs> oh yeah exactly i mean you see it you see it on social media people love to feel like they're a part of something yeah. bigger you know yeah and and like you said, like, I think people feel almost like they have a, yeah, like it's almost owed to them because of social media to be loud mm -hmm. and to be heard. I don't know. I don't know my opinion on like platforms and mm -hmm. and like, I guess where it all stands on like your opinion right. being heard. But at the same time, a lot of, a lot of people you know, that are maybe being loud, loud per se, like virtually mm -hmm. or loud uh, on social media, I think most of them aren't actually like doing anything, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how, like how many of them actually yeah. went out and... I don't know, took part or protested mm -hmm. and, you know, maybe, maybe you watch the truck go by and you like fist bumped them, but I don't know. 
a smaller percentage of the group is actually you know doing yeah. something and like you know go do go do what you got to do and protest what you want to protest mm-hmm. um but i think I, i'm willing to say that i think a lot of people just want to be loud <laughs> yeah and maybe that comes from a desire of wanting to be heard and you know maybe that's good and that's the flip side right it's, and, and and we understand like it is hypocritical to hop on our podcast which is a one you know a one-way medium where we're yeah. like we're talking to you <laughs> tell people to bite yeah. their tongues Stop while we're having talking opinions man we're and we're literally doing that but i think this opinion is better because it means that less opinions will be out there i don't know i'm about to put the hammer down Cause we got a little convoy rocking through the night Yeah, we got a little convoy, ain't she a beautiful sight Come on, join our convoy, nothing gonna get in our way We're gonna roll this truckin' convoy across the U.S. Canada Um, I, what if we went on an opinion fast, you know? Because it's not always wrong I've never heard opinions. of that before um, and it's not like a, a gossip fast I've heard. It's like, I'm not going to gossip for a week. It's like, oh, awesome. You weren't supposed to do that anyway. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if you just like withdrew from the news, withdrew from social media, withdrew from, to, you know, whatever's reasonable if you're like about to enter a conversation about like, oh man, can you believe the vaccinated slash vaccinated or this party member or this said this and what Trump said and blah, blah, blah. Like, what if we just like, it's like what Patrick said. On, a, on the crunch he's like i don't want to play i don't want to play the game yeah i'm, I'm, just I'm gonna, gonna take, take my ball, ball and go home, home. I'm i don't want to play kid. i think that would be really powerful especially if catholics were to use that time that we would be having a forming opinions and being angry about them what if we just like sat with the lord and prayed yeah i don't know and i know I, I, i'm not coming out of i'm yeah. not coming out of a place of judgment the whole reason that i got onto this topic is because i was looking at news what's happening in canada and just being angry and and realizing i have too many opinions and they're harming the relationships in my life and they're not actually doing any good you know yeah my hunch is that if people did this i think most people if if you decided to try that uh it might be really difficult at first but i i bet you it would get Mm -hmm. real peaceful at a certain point myself included yeah i really think about that not that i'm like super in the know anyway with the news but even to intentionally for a certain period of time mm-hmm. maybe really like really take it slow and like forming an opinion and yeah yeah maybe having more recourse to bringing it to christ before like this is where right. i stand that be and not even just like with current events but just things in general how often have i spouted like an opinion about the liturgy that i don't necessarily like haven't even thought of or experienced you know i'm just <laughs> like I, and we've talked about that on the podcast before we as young converts don't know how to be Catholic. We just know how to act like we know how to be Catholic. We know the right we know the right buzzwords Ooh, and we yeah. know the right practices that are a good start. And we began to form and and crucify our mind and our bodies to Christ. But like if we're being honest, we have such a long way to go in many ways. If I was to regularly fast of forming and keyword sharing these opinions, I think I think I would be on the right track there yeah i think so too wow i love that you brought that up it's it's funny i feel like every episode we find a way to maybe rehash something that's been said on the crunch <laughs> but actually i was i was today i was listening to a much older episode oh, yeah. from them and something they said really hit me they were like don't don't treat this um like it's a lifestyle mm. you know how or sorry lifestyle yeah. brand you know how things are you know things will be promoted as like check out this new morning routine yeah. or 
this new way of living just yeah youtube trend Mm -hmm. lifestyle brand type stuff and how sometimes maybe especially amongst people our age there's a tendency to kind of just take this catholic thing and i don't know make it almost like it's a lifestyle yeah brand and and yeah not to mishear that like yes this is the way you should live your life ah how do i how do i put this it's not like taking the catholicism and then like conforming it to you it could be that That it could also be like taking catholicism and trying to sell it in a way that appeals to modernity um and appeal like it's it's basically using modern means to try to sell way and that's the reality is uh all heresies not all but many heresies stem from a distorted uh desire for evangelization so i think when people are promoting this lifestyle i think a lot of the time it's it's in good faith for lack of a better term like it's it's honest it's earnest but um it's just it's not through the right means yeah catholicism christianity is not a a lifestyle brand you know i've gone down the rabbit hole of minimalism on youtube i'm like oh maybe i want to do this like man he seems so peaceful and you know it's not like he edited any bad parts out like i'm sure this is just his life all the time like he he seems so awesome so i fall into this a lot Wow. YouTube is a scourge, man. It's not as bad as Twitter, yeah. but it's pretty bad. If you're bad. on Twitter, get off Twitter. I don't know who is still on Twitter anymore. <laughs> it seems yeah, like everyone's Twitter leaving in droves. Twitter is a droves. cesspool. Don't do but it. But YouTube is like, I watch <laughs> mostly like commentary videos on YouTube. And I'm just like, this isn't, this isn't good. Why am I doing this? <laughs> it's, how did I It's how forming did I my mind here? to be critical and not, not always in a charitable way. Yep. Wow. You really, you really identified what i experience because sometimes i'm list- i'm watching a video and i'm like oh this is like really smart like they're doing a good job breaking mm-hmm. this open but then there's always something that kind of feels icky about it i don't know icky yeah. about it and i think you just hit it on the nose it's like sure you're thinking critically but it's not it's not very charitable yeah. and that's what i was doing in class today i was just like i'm breaking down why everyone's wrong and i'm like what am i what am i doing and thinking back on it now it's like what are you doing <laughs> why am i doing this, this was a this was a short and sweet yeah. topic but it's good short and sweet Keep your peepers out for next week. I think it'll yeah. be a good one. And maybe this change of pace, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Because this will probably be, what, like 30, 35, maybe 40 minutes? Yeah, it shouldn't be too long. Just ask that you pray for unity for our country and Canada. We live in Canada, if you haven't figured it out. <laughs> how, yes. are, how are most of you from Canada. the States? That is weird. Yeah, pray for unity well, for both the U.S. and Canada that we just stop trying to out-own each other, I guess, <laughs> you know? We stop just mm-hmm. trying to like dunk on each other all the time. <laughs> just on yeah. the daily, man. Just trying it's to dunk exhausting. on each other. I know we're running out of time, but it's like this balance of pursuing truth, but then also pursuing unity. And and sometimes, and it's funny how like in politics, like we, we kind of go to extremes on mm-hmm. different ranges, uh, like liberal conservative. It almost feels like we've gone to extremes there too. You're so like bent on like truth that you're willing to like cast aside unity. But then, then there's people you'll meet that are like, it's all about the unity and they kind of like wash away the truth or they'll soften soften mm. truth it's really hard to find that balance but it's there we can we can do it we could find that balance and what is the truth phil what is truth jesus the person of jesus, jesus. You ever get that feeling where you're just like kind of like overwhelmed with that terror going on and you just like think of like the things that jesus said and you're like 
oh that's just so much better <laughs> like all of it's just so much better <laughs> like it's hard don't get me wrong and it's like, sometimes oh, wow. kind of scary it's like oh this is a high bar but a lot more peace there oh yeah Definitely stop listening to us there. go read your bible go stop oh. having opinions thank you uh to our one patron let's go jamie let's go if you're a patron you're allowed to have opinions yeah <laughs> sorry that's just those are the rules <laughs> <laughs> i uh i'm actually uploading bonus content to the patron page now i'm gonna make that a practice uh i'm uploading the trebuchet story let's go from last episode onto our patron page because it wasn't nearly as entertaining <gasps> as uh as philip's story so yeah story time with philip and regan uh onto patron so you're gonna be missing out without that 199 uh donation so yeah you're gonna want to get in on that story time with philip and regan is a banger you want to hear a story i do yes please welcome, welcome to story time perfect i i love that you're doing that regan guys guys if you're listening right now unless you're driving i want you to just start putting your hands together give regan a round of applause this guy this guy's got so much going on in his life i'm gonna make you start editing and he's, scenes, and he's so. editing the pod oh shoot. yeah oh, <laughs> so shoot. don't speak too fast uh, to, uh, uh, if you like the current quality of the pod tell regan to not let me edit <laughs> if we get one more patron before our 12th episode i will never make philip edit <laughs> oh my goodness please 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 somebody ladies and gentlemen this has been the scruple brought to you by uh, jamie mcnall and jamie alone regan thanks for taking the time i know you had uh you had a lot That's going okay. on we were in a little bit of a time crunch a time what but I'm glad that we made this work. I'm Me glad too. that we're doing this. All right. I'll see you later, you handsome son of a bitch. I'm completely frozen on my end, but if you got to go, you can go for it. All right. I'm going to go. Can you hear me this whole time? Philip, see you later. Love you, brother. <laughs> Bye. Bye love you. This is uh, the scruple after dark. Regan just hang hung up. We've only been recording for 38 minutes. And so, welcome to a new segment. This is um, Fireside Chats with Phil. Hey there, scruple duple. Let me tell you a story about how uh, all about when my life got flipped, turned upside down. Um, okay, now I gotta. Oh, okay, here we go. I have a story for you. Picture this, Philip George, five-year-old Asian boy, little Asian boy. I don't have many friends, shy. I meet these kids. They're having a water gun fight, water balloon fight. I'm loving it. I've met like these, like I've met these kids for the first time. I've never met any of these people before. They're, they're, they live like a block away from me and I asked them, oh, uh, when are you going to do this again? And they're like, tomorrow. I'm like, cool. And I don't get out of the house much. Again, remember, I'm five years old. I like just got a bike recently. I just learned how to ride it without training wheels. Okay. I don't have a concept of time. The, the next day? Because they said tomorrow. So I was looking. It's t that was, it happened in the afternoon. So tomorrow morning, I, in my head, I'm thinking, they're playing. I gotta go. So, at the time, my family was uh, landscaping the backyard, and so my dad was like with a with a wheelbarrow, 
he was hauling dirt and then my little sister was just a baby and my mom was looking after her so I was able to sneak away without anyone knowing and so I hop on my bike and I take off to um, I take off to this place to where, where I had the water gun fight and I show up and there's nothing the yard is just empty it's dead and I'm like oh man maybe I missed it and this is like it's like in the morning it's like 8am and I'm too chicken to knock on the door I'm like oh I should just knock on the door and ask like is it happening later did it already happen and then five year old me is like no I'm too afraid and then I realize oh man I think I've been away from home too long my parents are gonna find out I, I, I left without telling them so I hop on my bike and I just start giving her I'm trying to bike back home it's only a block away I'm trying to just go 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 there's only one intersection that I need to go through get this this is ridiculous I get to the intersection I stop I look there's a truck coming now this is not a four-way stop it's a two-way stop um, the way that I'm biking back home is where the stop signs are the other direction the vehicles are just they have right away they can go straight through I see a white truck in the distance I think to myself, how cool would it be if I turn around, come back at this intersection at full speed, and just narrowly miss the truck? That way, if my parents get mad at me for leaving without asking, I can tell them how cool I was when I missed the truck, and I won't get in trouble. I'm not making this up, I actually thought this, five-year-old Philip. So I get on, I turn around, I bike, I don't know, 10, maybe 15 meters away from the intersection. I turn back around, the truck is approaching, and I'm like, all right, go time. I kid you not, I put my head down and I pedaled so hard. I pedaled as hard as I possibly could. And then I look up. And when I look up, this white truck is like right in front of me. It's half a meter away from me. Um, it's like to my front right side and so in that moment there was like it all happened in like a flash I immediately like turned to my left I tried to turn as hard as I possibly can but I still hit the truck or I guess the truck like hits me so I the front left end of the truck hit me and I also turned completely sideways so what ended up happening was the right side of my body hit the front left end of the truck and I ended up breaking my right collarbone. I broke some of my ribs on the right side. I, my right femur broke and my right hand broke. This all happened when I was five years old. I hit the ground and, you know, I, I know it was like kind of my fault because I just like, I, I'm trying to imagine it from the point of view of the guy driving the truck. Like, he's just going, driving. He probably didn't see... Like, he didn't see me because I drove... A, I biked away. And then just, like, last second, this kid comes flying in full speed, head down, and just bikes right into your truck. Like, that's ridiculous. It's You wouldn't expect it. Especially, I grew up in a small town of, like, 1,200 people. You just wouldn't expect it. But I'm going to say this because it's true. And, I mean, he should he shouldn't have done this. He drove away. He never stopped. He never stopped. He didn't pull over. He didn't check to see if I was okay. So, I mean, that happened. I don't even know who the guy was. I I never found out his name. 
um i guess they protected that information for me i don't know anyways he drove away and i hit the ground and then i laid there for a bit just kind of in shock like wow okay so i didn't miss the truck i'm gonna be even in more trouble because now what am i supposed to say but i didn't like i didn't fully realize what had happened to me like like uh the consequences i guess so i tried to stand up i'm not even kidding i stood up and i guess i was putting all my weight on my left leg somehow i don't know i really can't remember how i did it i just know that i did it and then i oh this is gross actually to think about i attempted to step like i i took i stepped forward on my right leg and then i fell oh oh this is actually like grossing me out thinking about it and then i fell to the ground and i couldn't understand why i couldn't walk and then i tried again i literally stood up and tried to walk twice with a broken femur and then i fell to the ground and i think maybe like maybe it was adrenaline or shock or just like being five years old but i wasn't in any pain and then i was laying there looking up at the sky completely confused like i i couldn't understand why i couldn't walk and then finally um some vehicle showed up to the intersection this guy gets out of his car he runs over to me and he's like stay stay here don't move stay down and I'm, i'm looking at him i'm like what's wrong i just kept saying what's wrong what's wrong and he was like it's gonna be okay your family's coming ambulance is coming and then eventually my dad was there my mom was there eventually there was like a huge crowd of people actually it was kind of weird like there was a lot of i remember there being a lot of people and they all like circled around me and they were all staring down at me and i remember feeling like really scared um but then i realized like my one of them no i think it was my dad my dad was just straight up with me he's like your leg's broken and i was like what and he's like oh yeah it's broken and then i was like how do you know and he's like he's like look at it <laughs> um but yeah, then they put me in an ambulance. I was taken to the hospital. I was taken, I was taken out of town to a city hospital. And uh, yeah, I was in a cast for four weeks. Uh, my leg was in a cast. Um, my collarbone still feels slightly different than my other one. Uh, my, my femur healed totally right, I think. I think I'm all good there. Uh, same with my hand. But yeah, I was hit by a truck at five years old. Um, and all because I thought I was a superhero and I could somehow narrowly miss this truck. But I will tell you this, that was, that was freaking ballsy. Five years old, I had no fear. I put my head down and I, I full sent that. And so I don't, I'm not going to make the moral of the story, like look both ways or make sure you tell your parents before you go somewhere or... You know, like, make sure you wear your helmet because if I wasn't wearing my helmet, maybe I'd be dead. Um, Nah, that's not going to be the moral of the story. The moral of the story is I didn't send it enough. If I had gone faster, I would have made it. If I had not doubted for the few seconds I doubted, I would have made it. Don't hesitate. Chase your dreams. Follow through. Don't be five-year-old me and miss it. Be a better version of five-year-old me and narrowly make it through. This is Fireside Chats with Phil. Uh, Stay frosty.